Hey, this is Carlos GGS. Welcome to the show. Yeah, I got a little bit of a hoarse voice this week because I'm getting over a serious case of the flu. But you know what? I still had to do the show, dude. I just had to be here. I had to be here to, to do it and do it right. <laughs> So what we're doing today is a little exercise called the slider. What we're going to do is we're going to start from an A minor. We're going to start at the third fret on the low E string. And what we're going to do is we're going to do the first four notes of the pentatonic scale at that position. So in this case, it's the fifth position of the pentatonic scale, just before we come back around to the root position. So we're going to play 3-5 on the low E, 3-5 on the A. But you're going to slide up from that last note into the next position. So it goes like this. Okay, and that's how we transition into the next uh, position. And then we're going to play the exact same notes one octave higher on the next two strings. So we're going to play 5-7 on the D, 5-7 on the G. And guess what happens next? That's right, we slide up into the next position, slide from 7 to 9 on the G. So now we've got... You can do it with hammer-ons or you can do it with picking. I always recommend you take an exercise and pick it first and then do it legato later. Alright, so now, what's after that? Well, we're going to go from the... Uh, the note we slid up to, the ninth on the E, or on the G rather. And we're going to do 810 on the B and 810 on the E. And slide up to the 12th. Just so it has that symmetry. So here we go, all the way through. Now you can slide back down the same way you came, but the problem that is, is that you'll be back in the exact same place where you started from. What I like to do with exercises like this is to make sure that they rotate up into the next position. I'll show you how that goes in a minute, but for now, let's just go right back down the same way we came. So we're going to slide down from 12 to 10 and pull off from 10 to 8 on the E. Now you can also just pull off from 10 to uh, 12 to 10 on the E and slide your first finger down to the 10th, but it's good to go down the way you came. Now, the other way to do this is, of course, go all the way up this exercise. Then we go up to the next position and do the reverse on the way down. And that is 15-12 on the high E. So I do that with a pull-off just because we're descending. It makes it a little easier. But again, pick it the first time you go through this. And then we pull off 15-13 on the B and slide down to the 10th fret. Same pattern on the G. Pull off from 12 to 9. Pull off from 12 to 10 on the D. Slide down to the 7 on the D. And then we do the same thing, uh, the same pattern rather, with the same notes but moved over an octave onto the E and A string. So 10, 7 on the A, 10, 8 on the E, slide down to the 5, the 5th fret. So again, it goes. And then, of course, you would move up one position and start at the 8th fret and go back up the scale from there. 
and there you go. You just do that all the way through all the pentatonic positions, and you're going to get a much better idea of seeing and visualizing the two closest, uh, the, the pentatonic position that you're at next to the next one up. So you'll be able to move within them instead of getting stuck in the usual, I call it the, uh, the first position madness. Which just gets tiring because you do the same things because you see the same notes all the time. Now you could theoretically uh, play there for quite a while and a lot of guitarists do, but I want you to think outside the box, if you will, and start moving between positions. If you get a chance, go on over to... And you know what? What the heck? I'm going to actually add this to the site. Go on over to guitargodsecrets.com forward slash strobe. Guitargodsecrets.com forward slash strobe. But I want you to see this video. It's actually pretty cool. Um, what they're doing is they're doing a stroboscopic uh, view of guitar strings and showing you exactly what guitar strings look like when they vibrate. It's very slick. It's very cool. It's kind of like almost being able to slow down time. It's very, very slick. Uh, as a matter of fact, I will post this dang video over at the site. What the heck? It's, it's embeddable. I want to make sure it's there for you guys to see. So go on over to guitarguidesecrets.com. Go to the front page and uh, if you need to search, but I doubt it, it'll probably still be up there on the front page and just search on if you need to strobe guitar or strobe guitar strings and check out the video. It's very slick and uh, I think you'll think you'll get a kick out of it. <clears throat> Through the miracle of editing, I'm going to just say, what the heck? And I'm going to post this bad boy up. And uh, go check it out. It's very slick. It sort of shows you a stroboscopic view of what guitar strings look like when they're vibrating, which you may have seen this before. If you've ever used a strobe light to light something up because it lights it uh, intermittently and you catch it almost in slow motion, it's really slick. And you're going to see some things that you would never notice by the naked eye and also understand a little bit more about how guitars work and how they make that wonderful music. Now, one of the other sites that I really enjoy going to, and I think you should uh, check out, especially if you're going for reviews, I really like the reviews, is Music Radar. That's musicradar.com, musicradar.com. They've got some great stuff there because, well, they cover all areas of music, not just guitars, and they have a ton of good stuff. Um, they've got stomps, they've got guitars, they go through great guitarists, so you get some uh, exposure to guys you might not have heard of before. Uh, anything including even plugins for your um, for your your desktop audio workstation, your DAW, it's all there. It's actually pretty cool. I like their reviews because they, they tend to have, um, I think, a little bit more realism in terms of the the way they present stuff and the way they uh, review it. But it's really cool. They've got some good stuff. As a matter of fact, this month they happen to be re uh, reviving and talking about DOD D -O -D boxes. And DOD was the first uh, distortion that I ever bought. And I'm not going to tell you when that was, because it was a billion years ago, dude. It was a long time ago in a an apartment far, far away. I was this poor little white kid trying to pick up the guitar and trying to learn it. And uh, knew I needed a distortion, just didn't know how bad I needed a good one. Uh, luckily, I just lucked out and happened to get hold of a Dodd distortion. And it's funny, because that same distortion, I eventually cannibalized. I took the electronics out, I took the guts out. Uh, and I even just used the switch on the stomp itself to switch uh, a Yamaha effects rack that I bought later on. Now, after the you know all this was going on, eventually I, I totally wore out the foot switch and I had to put a new switch in. It was just crazy all the things I did. But I still had this metal box that the, the Dodd was originally in. Now, it's long since I think hit the trash heap. But it's nostalgia like that that keeps us going sometimes.
There's some other great stuff on Music Radar because they do interviews with guitarists as well. Uh, something you'll notice is they also have, if you haven't heard of Victory Amps, they're actually a very uh, slick, high-watt high amp. And a lot of amps these days are going for a more compact form factor. I have a Hughes & Kettner um, 31 amp of theirs that is awesome. It's uh, it's an excellent, excellent amp. It's the Grandmeister 36, and you wouldn't know it, but 36 watts is friggin' loud. When I turn this thing on and crank it up, it's a damn loud uh, amp. Even next to my Van Halen uh, 5150 Mark III, it is a seriously loud amp. But for a while there, what I was doing was I would mix two different amps in the same cabinet. So what I did was I split two speakers on one side at about 8 ohms to one amp, and the other two speakers at about 8 ohms to the other amp. And the best part about this was that you were mixing two different sounds in the same cabinet, which blended them really nicely. Because the speakers were identical, they were angled exactly the same way, it, gave, it just gave a really nice effect. And I highly recommend it if you're uh, a tweaker like I am, to try that out sometime. If you've got a 4x12 cabinet, try splitting your speakers up that way. Uh, if, just remember, you got to watch the ohms and make sure that the resistance is it matches whatever you've got your amp set to or the jack that it happens to be plugged into. You don't want to blow your amp because that's a nice, nasty little way to destroy an amp. I've done it before. But Music Radar is actually covering this new amp called the Victory. Well, it's actually a brand of amp called Victory. It's not that new. But they have an amp called the Kraken, which is actually a pretty cool name for an amp if you think about it. And it tells you right off the bat that it's a high-gain amp because who else would have an amp called Kraken? <laughs> Oh, the uh, video, by the way, of the guitar strings vibrating is also available on Music Radar this month. So if you kept, happen to catch this podcast in time, go over and check it out. It's worth it. They also have 10 questions for Joe Cetriani, which is kind of interesting. A nice little, uh, little sidebar there. They've got great stuff covering everything from guitars, amplification, uh, software, which is becoming more and more important, I think, to guitarists these days. And especially since you've probably heard it talked about on my show. Another thing you want to take a look at is the uh, the stuff they've basically been covering at NAMM, the NAMM 2015, which is a giant music expo of sorts, and uh, gives you an idea of some of the new stuff on the horizon from a bunch of different people. So you're going to get a lot of new preview videos of new equipment coming out, lots of stuff like that, and uh, just cool stuff to check out overall. Another great site that I want to refer you to is Anderton's. Anderton's, it's a UK... Um, guitar shop that does a lot of video coverage, and these guys go to NAMM every year, and they also review a lot of equipment, and they have some great reviews, because these guys, they will take a lot of time to review something. I mean, seriously, they will, um, if they like something, they will take it, and they'll put it through its paces. I remember when I was looking to buy uh, an EVH 5150 head, and I, want, I really wanted to look around and make sure I understood the, the stood it before I bought it because I was planning to buy it on eBay. And once you buy it on eBay, awfully hard to send it back. So what I wanted to do was just say, you know, screw it. I want to make this a done deal. I don't buy things to send them back anyways. I buy them to keep them. And once I knew I wanted it, I bought it. Well, their, their review that they did was one of the best. They actually did several. They did um, several, actually, they did also of the Kemper and the Axe Effects, which is another good thing for you to check out. And a good buddy of mine, Scott, over at G-System Videos, also recently jumped on the bandwagon. Yay, Scott. Go boy. He's on board with the Kemper, too. He got him, he's getting himself a Kemper uh, profiler. And I highly, highly recommend that for you guys out there looking to have the ultimate and tweakable sound. And the coolest way to basically carry your sound from place to place is something like a profiler. 
And if you want to just do modeling of guitar amps, use the Fractal FX. And, uh, well, you know what? That's all i got time for this week. But there's so much more to talk about. I think next week I will talk a little bit more about the guitar itself. Instead of the amps and the supporting equipment, let's talk about guitars and some of the things you need to know to have your guitar playing at its best. I'll be talking again soon. This is Carlos GGS from Guitar God Secrets. Uh, you know, bring any cool stuff to talk about. And, of course, always great exercises and licks to get you playing better faster. Now, if you want to be better faster... There's no better place to go than go to guitargodsecrets.com forward slash free video. That's guitargodsecrets.com forward slash free video. And that's where I show you my number one guitar practice hack. You're going to find that out there. And the reason being that if you don't know how to learn fast, other people are going to just fly right past you. you got to be learning quickly on guitar so that you can get to where you want to go so you're not demotivated, so you don't put the damn thing down and forget about it and let it get dusty in the corner. God, I've seen that so many times. I go over to dudes' houses and they got guitars. They're just sitting there dusty, and they're not playing them. And they're look. They have that look in their eyes of longing, like, "Oh, I wish I could play it." Dude, you can. It doesn't take much self-discipline. It just takes the right set of tools. Start with the right way to practice. Go on over to guitargodsecrets.com forward slash free video, and I'll be talking again soon. This is Carlos GBS. Live to play and play to live. GuitarGodSecrets.com, Guitar God Secrets podcast and YouTube content and all content herein is copyright Morpheus Productions, LLC. Feel free to contact Carlos at carlos at GuitarGodSecrets.com. We welcome your comments, suggestions, and questions, and your donations. Live to play, play to live.